Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Uh, welcome, everyone. We are excited to be here, the two of us, again. Um, we're going to be recording this podcast. Uh, this is kind of a continuation of a conversation that I started yesterday. Uh, I was... Uh, alone yesterday. Alone. Oh, it's alone. Um, I was solo yesterday, and um, it was an incredible conversation about this trauma of abandonment. For so, for anyone that feels uh, alone, or like people aren't there for them, or your relationships have been a struggle where people are constantly leaving, and you always end up hurt. Um, this is going to be definitely one that you're going to want to listen to. So if you're not already in our Facebook group, um, that's where I had part one of this conversation. So I highly recommend you jump in there. Um, and bro, the link is joinoldsouls.com, right? Correct. Yeah. So if you guys go to joinoldsouls.com, it will take you right to the page where you can request, uh, to be part of that Facebook group. It's an amazing group growing wildly fast with some amazing people. So if you've ever felt like um, you're alone or people in your life don't kind of get the work that you're into and you're into this, what people would call weird energetic work, um, you <laughs> will definitely find a home in the Old Souls and Seekers group. So again, join oldsouls.com and you can uh, join us there. So uh, it feels nice to have you here. Let's start Thanks, with that. Buddy. Yeah. It feels nice to be had. It feels nice. It feels nice to be in the same state after, after a year of taking a break. That's right. That too. Um, I'm excited to, to bring this up cause I'm sure guy has so much to, uh, add, especially to this area, because this is something that there's a wound that is near and dear to our shattered, broken hearts <laughs> at some point when we were kids. And uh, yesterday, the conversation was really beautiful and uh, I think triggering for a lot of people, but triggering in like a safe, contained way, uh, you know, because 
I just, as we're talking about this today, you know, whether you're taking a walk or driving in a car or however you listen to our podcast, uh, I just want to point out that there are going to be things that are said here that will most likely hit some aspect of you. And where we mostly go from a personal development training perspective is we mostly go into figuring out strategies to squash that feeling back down, right? To not allow ourselves to feel that initial hurt or pain or sadness of really feeling alone. And then on top of it, we add, you know, whether it's alcohol or weed or food or whatever it might be, sex or just relationships that don't serve us just to kind of make that feeling go away. Um, and so today for the next, you know, however long we're going to be here, I just want to invite you to allow whatever is arising to arise. If you're feeling sad by certain things that are being said, don't run away from sad. Just allow yourself to feel sad. Um, if you're feeling disconnected, just notice how your system pulls away. And we're going to talk about the protectors and, and things like that. Uh, but bro, like I shared yesterday, uh, a bit of my story, you know, from three and a half years old, which I realized like I have, I don't even share that often anymore. Cause it's just not, yeah. but I thought it would, it would be really great to let people know, like how I did all the personal development work to find out all of the whys and hows and how it still didn't make any difference to me. So I shared that. And then I was also sharing with them kind of like the new practices that we're doing and how I feel uh, it's so different. But I know you have your own version of, you know, being alone and having these things arise. So maybe we start with just you sharing a little bit of your side of it. Sure. Uh, and my invitation, which we don't often do on the podcast, is um, wherever you guys are and however you're listening to this, uh, just to, to start bringing some of your awareness uh, from the top down of the head. So usually our awareness gets localized kind of here in the forehead. Like when we ask students like where their awareness is, they generally point at their heads or their foreheads. So notice that your awareness is there and, and just however it is that you do it without getting instruction on how, just dropping some of that awareness towards your body, like bringing it towards your heart, center channel of the body and uh, towards your stomach. And see if you can, if you can, as you listen to these podcasts, as you listen to these trainings, that your awareness is more embodied. Because we, again, we have this tendency to listen from our mind, and, and then we listen through our conditioning. We try to learn through the conditioning, and, and that makes it very, very difficult. So, I mean, my, my story, um, I've shared often, but probably not on the podcast uh, either. Um, it's funny, right? Because we all, <clears throat> we all have our challenges during childhood, and whether those challenges were meager or very real by other people's consideration, the only life that we know is the life that we're living. And so we have a point of relativity for each of us. And uh, so I'm saying that because I, I always want to preface this, that uh, I personally thought our parents were amazing parents, <laughs> uh, did a great job, um, were, were physically present, were there when we needed them. Um, so in, in that regard from the stories that I've heard over the many years of coaching tens of thousands of people, uh, we've actually, we actually had it really good, uh, like on paper. And what we find over and over again is that the, the child, um, doesn't just need a warm body. 
which is important, certainly. Uh, they also need a parent that's attuned. And we haven't really lived in, in many generations or you know, in probably thousands of years where parents had the ability to attune to their children properly. So, um, you know, for me, I, I hit a patch in my life where uh, depression um, was, was fairly normal from my young teenage years through about 19 years old. And uh, later through that path, the last few years of that, I, I was heavily considering suicide on a regular basis, things like that. So I, I certainly felt internally very alone. And, and you guys all know these type of people where they seem to have a lot of friends and they seem to have life is good. And then suddenly you find out that they've done something dramatic, um, you know, like take their own life. And I certainly could have been one of those people. And I probably would have left um, my family and friends with a lot of questions because it, it wouldn't have seemed necessarily like I was going that way. But, um, I, you know, I was angry often. And, and a lot of that was like the outlashing of that experience. So, yeah, loneliness was a, was a big part of the experience. And then uh, we got into personal development, luckily, at, at 19 years old. And I think Elon overstated a little bit, you know, just saying that that work never had a never had much of an impact. I mean, certainly personal development has had a dramatic impact on our lives um, <clears throat> and, and helped me a lot because it, it, it started giving me uh, new ways to consider reality. It started giving me uh, new ways to think about how to shift my story and my identity and stuff like that. Uh, but as we did that for a long period of time, what I noticed is that those deep parts you know, that, that broken heart that Elon was talking about, those responses, and again, if you take this out and kind of look at how people respond in the world when we have a lot of disharmony is, and, and my perception, at least these days, is pretty much everybody is trying to create safety for themselves yeah. and they're going about it the best way that they can, right? So for some people, it is. It's like picking up your ammunition and scaring the fuck out of people and, you know, doing those kind of things. And, and, and for that person, that be, might be the best that they can do with trying to create safety for their system. For other people, it's sitting at home and meditating and connecting to the field. For other people, it's just being around a lot of people, you know, like, so we all kind of have our own ways to go about it. And so with personal development, there's an aspect of it where it's very profound because it teaches you about the psychology of the brain. But just because you know how to navigate the psychology of yourself doesn't necessarily mean that the, the sensations that arise in the body will diminish. Right. And that's kind of where I was. It was like these, these quote unquote old identity sensations of loneliness and disparity and even depression would like arise. And what I got really good at was like managing those sensations. Again, that, and that's what I can say for personal development. You, you start noticing that there's a management system and then you start getting into the habit of managing yourself, quote unquote, better. But there's still this, this management piece. And what we talk about often now is that you actually don't need, I mean, it's, it's valuable certainly to know about those aspects. And, and there's an aspect of spirituality um, that, we, that we call like the growth arm of spirituality. That's very, very important. Um, the growing up work, so to speak, is very, very important. But if your interest is in finally soothing the machine, so to speak, and bro, if I'm taking us too far off track, let me know. Okay. okay. Um, if, 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 your, if your desire is to live from a place of centeredness, of alignment, of uh, safety in the system, um, then my personal response to that is, is I don't think personal development or psychology is going to get you there. It's just not going to do it. 
Um, so we really have dedicated um, the last five years or so into some seriously intimate energetic practices. And it's really more beyond energetic as well, but certainly a key component of it is energy uh, and awareness practices that allow for, for people like me, for people like you. And I imagine everyone's dealing with abandonment and safety at some level, even the people that seem like they have it all, even the people that they, you know, you might look at and, and admire. Um, we have found endless, endless, endless successful people by the measure of Western society in, in terms of like money and, um, you know, physical possession and maybe even how they look that might seem like the measure of success. Uh, and those people are often in, in some of the worst psychological places and, and emotional places that we have ever found people because they have it all, because they have the things that everybody thinks you're supposed to get in order to be happy. And when you've acquired those things through grit or will or you know identity um, or distortion and you get them and nothing changes, in terms of how you feel about yourself or about the world or about your personal safety, it's a very, very scary place to be, right? Like if you're, if you're in despair, but there are like steps, you know, that you could take to help yourself better, then there's a measure of hope there. But when you have it all and you still feel like that broken child with a broken heart, you can imagine that that's a really painful place to, to start uh, realizing that there's work to be done. So I'll kind of um, hand it off to you. But yeah, that's like, uh, you know, in very short, obviously, my story. Um, but I, I'm grateful for every morsel of work that's ever entered my life that's given me uh, a moment of pause to contend with what I believe reality was or what my role was to play in it. And everything that's ever challenged that view has helped me in some way, shape, or form. Talk about a little bit, like, some of the strategies that it can kind of highlight for people, like, you know, when you started, before we did personal development, you didn't know, like, that alone was something that you were experiencing. The alone became a distinction and a conversation, something that you experienced after. But, like, in the moments, what was that experience like? You know, like, I used to call you the habitual monogamist, right? And, like, you found safety in just being with women like and it was just it was scary i remember like being out of it and then like you had certain strategies and i spoke to this a little bit yesterday it's like people that uh feel alone all the time create a strategy to push people away for twofold one is we're so afraid that you're gonna leave me that we actually create some convoluted ways to piss you off so that you will leave me so that then we can go back and prove our story and go, you see, you yeah. see, I was right. You're not yeah. going to be there for me, but we we're actually doing that. And so, and then we have strategies for like coping and things like that. Is there anything that you can share from that world? Like the autopilot stuff that we do uh, that just devastates our lives. And then we're like, how did I get here again? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was certainly a psychological ninja when it came to relationships, um, not necessarily knowing or, or trying to manipulate or purposely doing those things. But it's like you give someone a tool that's really efficient and they're going to still play out their identity role. They're just going to use that efficient tool. Right. So if I gave you like a hammer versus like a, you know, a drill bit or something like that. Right. Like which one's more efficient. So if I give you the drill bit, you're suddenly going to be able to put a lot more nails in the wall. So I, I was. I was doing it that way, but it was really the same energetic type stuff playing out. Cause 
I think with relationships, as you mentioned, there's a, you know, when you're in despair and loneliness, you think that you want intimacy and closeness. And then the person gets intimate and close and it starts triggering all these parts in the system about not being enough. Um, is this it? Uh, what does that mean if it's it? Um, you know, like my, my version of it was like, I didn't want to feel trapped too soon and stuff like that. So of course, then you start like laying these traps for the other person. <laughs> they start doing the things that you know that your, your people in your relationship do when you're in relationships. And of course you blame them for being, you know, words like people use like crazy or um, not present and stuff like that. And it's like, look, if you're having a relationship and you have the same persistent complaint about every relationship that you've been in, that that person is just like the one before, what you got to get real about is that you're the common denominator and you're oftentimes uh, positioning yourself in a way that has people act out in defensive ways, right? Cause they're trying to create safety for their systems. Um, and you go, Oh, see another one that's doing that. And it's like, well, you laid the trap. They're just, they're just doing the thing that people do when you lay that kind of trap. So, you know, those are the kind of things that I, I had to get um, super responsible for and start really putting a lot of integrity around. But to your point, like, Let's, let's, so, you know, we always say this, like you walk into a room, you know, whether you want to be there or not, whether you understand it or not, you know, you sit down next to somebody, some, some people make you feel really good. You feel like, oh my God, I've known this, feels like I've known this person for years. Other people, it's like, you can't get up fast enough because you feel so uncomfortable. That is not a psychological response. There is a psychology to it, but it's a, it's a biological energetic response that you're having and you're getting some kind of innate feedback from your body that's either telling you, I feel safe or I don't. For the people that make us feel safe, we open, we, we divulge, we tell stories, we, oh my God, I never say this to anybody before, you know, like stuff like that. But for those that make us clamp up inside, there, there's a threat response that's being turned on. Whether it's that person doing it or not really doesn't matter. I mean, from a, from a psychological perspective, certainly from a moral perspective, it could matter. Um, but it's like you're having a response maybe for something from your childhood that you don't remember a color, a smell, a size, you know, maybe you don't feel safe around certain type of men or you don't feel safe around certain type of women. And there's a part of your brain that like mimics something that happened when you were um, older, younger. So the real question is like, so how do we bring safety to, to those deep parts, to the parts that psychologically you can't be like, Oh, I understand why I do that now. And that's a really important thing to, for everyone to start realizing is like, having the why of understanding why you do what you do, why you did that in the relationship, why you do that when you're around this type of person, why you never seem to be able to succeed around money, why your health stagnates. Cool. Very interesting. Don't get me wrong. Like philosophically, incredibly interesting, but gives nothing in terms of actually healing that part. So that next time you're in that situation, you feel perfectly comfortable, safe, aligned, self-expressed, powerful, you know, like that's what we really want to get to. And so, you know, I made a brief invitation of just dropping your awareness into your body. And you might even notice that as I mentioned that again, you might notice that your awareness has not probably been in your body. It probably located back up here as you're listening to me. So even in this moment, like dropping it back into your body. And what we always start with is like, hey, look, the first thing that happens to a human is not the psychological response. It's the energetic sensorial response that's happening in the body you get around the person you get that knot in your stomach right let's say or you get a your heart feels like it's closing up or something like that that's what's occurring first the mind is watching that occurrence 
and it's concerned that there's some kind of discomfort in the body. And when there's discomfort in the body, anxiety, overwhelm, stress, anything like this, the mind is just going to respond to it. And it's going to give you some kind of feedback. And that feedback typically is a strategy that over time became a pattern that now your smart body runs an automation, right? Whatever that might be without really you being aware that it's doing that or that there could be some other way to operate. And so it just carries out that program. So what we want to start getting intimate with is how do we sit with these parts inside? How do we sit with this sensation of abandonment? How do we sit with this sensation of disparity? How do we sit with loneliness? And and Elon mentioned, you know, being alone, there's, there's a big distinction between um, loneliness and being alone. Loneliness is the despair the mind creates. It's the program that's running. When, when one is alone, like in meditation and quiet, right? And, and do like a 10 day Vipassana or something like that. Loneliness could be the most blissful place you've ever been in your entire life. So it, it really varies. And, and, and that's what really what we want to start bringing awareness and attention to is these micro, very subtle things that are happening in the system. As we continue to place more awareness on this subtleness that happens in the system, the subtleness actually, the subtleness becomes much more <clears throat> part of your awareness of your everyday awareness. Like you just start noticing all these little shifts that are happening in the energetic body. And as you learn how to sit with these parts inside the system over a period of time, you will find yourself less reactive and less responsive towards the, you know, quote unquote programs that one runs in order to create safety. And in fact, by bringing awareness there, this, the, the safety comes from your personal presence with your inner self. And that's a really important part. So I'll just, I'll say this one little bit and then I'll let Elon pick it up there. Um, <clears throat> is most people, you know, I can't say everybody, but most people on planet earth are dealing with safety and are dealing with success and health by means of altering their physical reality. Right. Either trying to manipulate or change people to act more like them because that will make them feel safer. Right. Again, look at the macro of like the political spectrum and social spectrums. If you think like me, feel like me, act like me, I'll feel safer. Let me know how that one's going. That has not seemed to work in quite some time. So we could say that that's a, a, a not a great way to approach it. But we do the same thing when it comes to our health. We do the same thing when it comes to our relationship. Oh, this isn't working. Let me change to another relationship. Oh, uh, uh, my health isn't where I want it to be. Oh, you know what? This carnivore diet, this is going to be the one. Like, this is going to be the one that's going to crush it. But what never changes is the way that the body feels inside in response to what it is that it's, it's perceiving is happening in this reality. So if we want our reality to shift, like if you truly want your reality to be transformed, then know this, that the reality, the way that this hologram, this organic hologram that we call reality is arising to our individual systems is in direct correlation to the frequency and vibration that you carry within yourself. If that frequency and vibration never changes from the, what it's playing, meaning like you have this lonely vibration inside your system and it always plays that same vibration. And notice that when you feel lonely, it always feels the same. That's like playing the same key on the, on a piano over and over again and hoping to hear a different sound. That key resonates to that sound. And that key, when people listen to it, creates a certain response in the human body and generates a certain vibration into our reality. So if we're all walking around with a certain vibration inside of ourselves that has a reality respond to us and arise from that vibration in a certain way, then, then when you try to change your physical reality, you're really not changing anything. You're just taking the same 
matter, so to speak, and you're rearranging it in different ways, but you keep getting the same result. That's why it's like taking, um, you know, it's like taking like loose brick from a house and, and like, you know, you have this house with a square and it's like, there's only so much you could do with that brick. You know, it's going to, the house is pretty much going to be the same house made out of the same bricks. You can't do anything new with those bricks. You need to get all new material to create a new house. So you got, what we really want to work on is how do we shift the vibration within ourselves so that reality and people and all of that can start relating to you differently and arising within your experience in a completely different way. And, and it's so beautiful because then we don't need to put a lot of thought into this. We don't need to understand. We align ourselves with the natural unfolding of things, with the natural timing of things, uh, with our natural rhythms, with our innate wisdom, with we can connect to the divine intelligence of the universe and get into more of the timing of the universe versus the timing of the conditioned mind. And for me, that's the way out of the mousetrap. Yeah, I mean, this is what I was kind of talking about yesterday as well. Um, and and one of the things that I want to tell you guys is I just recorded uh, a meditation specifically about this very thing. Right. Uh, specifically about this very thing that guy is talking about, like for a long time, when, when you have this strategy and you become aware of that, you're, that you do these things, right. Crazy things that we do to each other to manipulate and like trap each other. Um, and you get to the place where you realize like, oh, wait, like I'm responsible for that. That that's kind of like level one, right. It's like accepting that. I have something to do with it and you take personal responsibility. What most people do is they go into a world of trying to understand why they do those things. And we did that for a long time and it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it just doesn't get you to the promised land because at some point this intimate partner is going to remind you of this other person that you already left and the whole thing is going to come back up. I was saying this to someone on a call yesterday. It's like people will leave uh, move from one state to the other, or even from a country to the other. And I was saying this analogy, it's like, you know, we run away from all this baggage and, and things that we are, but it's like, you get there on a plane, but your luggage might be coming on the train or on the boat, but it's coming, you know, like it just takes a little bit longer for it to get there, but eventually it's going to come and you're like right back at the same place and devastated again. And so after doing this for a very, very, very long time, um, we started to tune in and got to work with some incredible people and uh, invested in ourselves to, to have, you know, really like blasted open to these incredible experiences. And something that became really, really profoundly true for us is that you don't need others to do the work with you. A lot of people like are in this mindset of, well, I'm in this relationship and he or she doesn't read any of these books or listen to this podcast or do any of these things and it just can't work. And I'm here to tell you, like, that's a bullshit story. It's a great story to keep reaffirming to yourself that'll keep you locked into exactly where you are in the relationship. And it's a bullshit story. The truth of the matter is that because we've been trying to manipulate and move things externally, no duh, like at some point, because you're not dealing with the things that's actually triggering, that's creating all this stuff to happen, it's going to arise. So this meditation that I created, uh, 
I call it ground to God. And basically it's going to walk you through a process of what I was sharing with you, right? Like how we live up here, trying to figure everything out. It's going to bring you first to a grounded place where you're going to find safety and stability. And then the other thing is what this part, the lonely part internally, the part that was afraid to be seen or uh, didn't trust that you were going to be there or didn't think that you were good enough or brave enough or smart enough or whatever it might be, that little boy or girl inside that keeps getting injured. You can start to heal that little boy or girl by doing the part work on your own. And as you go through this meditation, so one of the things that I'm going to suggest is if you haven't gotten it already, go to joinoldsouls.com in our Facebook group. Uh, You're going to see a post there and we have um, coaches there and, and support staff who will help and guide you to the perfect meditation for you. So even if you're listening to this, like, a year from when it was recorded, just get into the Facebook group and we will make sure that you get the, the meditation links. We're releasing new meditations constantly. So just to, to keep it uh, safe, but there's something really profound that when you connect to that grounded energy that is always there, like if you're walking right now or sitting or whatever it is, just notice and like feel your connection to the earth. Mm. Notice how it doesn't matter what mood you're in, how smart you are, how much money is in your bank account, what shoes or clothes you're wearing, where you live. It doesn't matter. Like the ground is always there supporting you. It doesn't care who you are, what your education level is, how healthy or sick you are, right? Like it's always there for every one of us supporting us. And the meditation guides you through using that energy to actually expand out into this field where this part internally starts to feel the support of something way bigger than you. The thing that this part has always wanted is to know that you're always going to be there. But the truth of the matter is people are not always going to be there for you because humans are humans and we do human things and like they're going to disappoint you. A greater truth is that you're not even able to stand for yourself all the time. Like, have you always been there for yourself? Can you say that? Chances are no. Right? And if you've been doing that for decades and decades and decades, so now this part inside who was maybe created when you were three or four years old is left with like, no one's there for me. You're not even there for me. Just let that sink in there for a second. Like this part's like, you're not even there for me. So now it's left, right? And so if we can have this part connect to the big, the big mama, right? Like the, 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 the overall thing that's running all of this and realize that at the saddest moments in my life, Mm. At the most angry moments in my life, at the uh, lowest points, at the financial like lowest points, at the it didn't matter when and what this this energy, God, whatever you want to call it, has always been there. 
no judgment, no nothing, always supporting you. And as the part can connect to that and realize that something truly has always been there for it, that's the medicine. And then this part doesn't need to react the way that it's always been reacting in your life because you have through this practice, like you have the ability to wherever you are and whenever you are in the world to just tap back into this and allow this part to feel like held and gotten. And once that happens, that's healing. Because right now, when this part doesn't feel well, it has all of these different protectors. You know, someone was telling me that like their, their protector is this like big burly man with like a Kalashnikov gun and just like literally out there like, don't you fucking come in here, you know, like really angry. Some of you guys have like the, you know, the um, bouncers at the front of the club and like whatever it is, right? All of these protectors are there to protect this little wounded hurt part of us. And you can get why this little wounded hurt part has buried, barricaded itself into like a Fort Knox situation because it doesn't feel good to have that pain arise again. So as we can bring safety into this part, the locks come off mm. the defcon 10 you know nuclear weapons raised and snipers on the roof and all that like all the stuff that we operate with it doesn't need to be there and that's when the people in your life just begin to naturally shift without you explaining all this stuff that you're doing and telling them you know what like this is happening and now None of it. You'll just walk into a room and all of a sudden this person who's been so distant or angry or frustrated or confused or whatever, all of a sudden will be like this different human. And you look around and go, what the hell happened? Like, who is this person? Yeah. Or, or they'll just phase out, you know, and you'll start to know like that this is how this stuff works. And that to me is just so profound because a lot of times I do think, especially in relationships, people do get stuck on this, like, well, they're not doing the work and I'm doing all this. And and it just gives you more shit to be judgmental about that makes the other person triggered because now they don't feel safe. They don't feel heard. All the things that you want, like you're not giving to them. And so, yeah, I would just offer, like, if you're listening to this, definitely go joinoldsouls.com, jump into the group grab the meditation and if you don't even know like you're listening to this a lot later right now like it's all in the when you join you'll see it's in there uh but if you're joining a bunch later just like go into the comments hey just join looking for the grounding meditation and one of our uh amazing support people will guide you to that plus we have so many other resources that we'd love to share with you so um yeah that's my recommendation yeah and I, and I really want to uh, touch on that last point that Elon mentioned about um, like our inner healing. This is, is going to sound hokey to some of you guys, but I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Our inner healing, being selfish about your healing is the most selfless thing you can do. Is the most selfless thing you can do. Yeah. yeah. Be ruthlessly selfish about your healing be ruthlessly selfish about your transformation. And here's why. Every single one of you that chooses to walk this path and do this work. And, and for me, 
It is the highest purpose of being a human being. Like we came here to become enlightened. All the experiences that we're having are to progress us and give us opportunities to raise our awareness. Everything else is, is wonderful. Family, health, success. I urge you to go after whatever you feel is important for you. Nonetheless, like we, your work provides something that is difficult for a lot of people to imagine until they've personally experienced it. For those of you guys who have done plant medicine, you know, you know, to your bones that when you heal yourself, you're healing the entire planet. You're healing all of humanity. Now that doesn't relegate itself just to the realms of plant medicine and shamanic work, because when you do the type of work Elon and I are talking about, the same thing is at play. As you bring safety to your system, you bring safety to our world. You bring safety to our planet. You help the people around you template safety. Most of us, little boys and little girls, and we're all little boys and little girls. We may have bigger bodies now, but we're still little boys and little girls who are scared of what we're seeing and what we're experiencing. We've never had a healthy template of the masculine. We've never even seen it yet. In rare instances, the great masters have come here and shown us what's possible for humanity, right? But we're no longer living in the rare times. We're living in a time where we will start seeing that as a regular occurrence. And so these templates for healthy masculine and healthy feminine are not very far away. And you can play a vital role by doing your own work and getting into this world of being, of this grounded state that you will find dramatically alters your reality and the people around you. And those that are not ready for that change will probably not stick around. And you will learn how to lovingly let them go and hold compassion for them from afar. And you will even have tools of presence that will allow for you to help them heal without even being physically active in their life. Because we need to start seeing beyond the world that we can see. Just think about how much of science we accept that we can't see. I can't see the Wi-Fi signal in my house, but the internet is working. So something must be going on. I can't see this virus that everybody's so concerned about, but people are getting sick. So something must be going on. So is it really that hard to begin accepting that the world of energy, that which is outside the spectrum of light that humans can see, which is about one, one trillionth of the light spectrum, that there's a whole lot of other shit going on that we can't see but we can certainly experience nonetheless through facets of humanity that have either been lost, forgotten or conditioned out of us, which means they can be found, remembered and conditioned back into us. So if you are wanting to see shifts in your relationships, I'm telling you, our old training was here's how to go have a conversation. Here's how to have a conversation that's going to impact this relationship. And guess what? That stuff really works. It will bring integrity back to your relationships and to your life. You'll see a dramatic impact on the quality of your relationships between them and you. And we're also telling you, you don't have to do that anymore. We see dramatic shifts in people's relationships on a regular basis. We just had a client yesterday who freaked out because a girlfriend that he ended a relationship with two years ago that ended badly out of the blue after doing some of our work 
sent him a, a, a lengthy letter apologizing for what happened. He goes, I don't know. I don't know this person. I don't know why she would ever do that. But as his defenses have come down, you have to get this. We live in a field of energy. So if you imagine, it's like we're, we're, it's like a giant spider web and there's all these spiders on it. It doesn't matter where a spider is moving on that web. There's a vibration, even, even if a subtle one at the very far end, that that vibration is moving through the web and every motion, every action, every thought, every energy, every, you know, all of it, every emotion is creating a ripple on that that can be felt by the entire community that's on there. So you guys have to get that a lot of the stuff that's being held at bay that hasn't changed is because the patterns in your system haven't changed. And so the patterning out there hasn't changed either. And it doesn't respond differently to you. But if you bring that safety into the system and the frequency changes, even if the modulations, right? Because for most of us, it's like, ah, especially the last few years, right? If those modulations become more like, you know, when you're, uh, what's the difference between being like on the ocean when it's stormy, which is scary as fuck, or like being on a lake that's like slowly modulating itself, which is so soothing and relaxing. Same water, different modulation. Yeah. Same thing here. Same same body, different modulation, different vibration, totally different life. And everything around you will respond to that in correlation to that modulation. So if you really want those shifts to occur, you can't force the modulation from the mind. And that's what we keep talking about here. If you want to stop feeling lonely, if you want to stop having despair, or here's a better one, learn how to feel lonely, but actually be with it. And be with it in a loving, compassionate way so that you can learn why there's loneliness there right now to teach you versus I got to take a pill or I got to figure out why I'm lonely because I was told that a, I'm, it's a bad thing to be a lonely human. By, by whose standard? Is that a bad thing? Because sometimes shit happens and you're going to feel lonely. The difference is where are you viewing the loneliness from? Is it an opportunity to learn or is it creating fear again in your life where it puts you down in the well and you're back in despair trying to claw your way out like a scared animal. And you don't have to be the latter anymore. Yeah. You could be the person that watches the beauty of the unfolding of life in such a dramatically different way than what this world has known that I'm telling you, like where we sit today from the awareness that we've been able to cultivate. And I'm telling you cultivate, we earned it through practice. It's not special. And everyone can have it. Yeah. We're, Elon and I are not special. No, nobody in that way, like, yes, everyone is special and nobody is special. It's like what is special is the amount of time and practices that we put into our disciplines in order to cultivate this awareness and, and this awareness and this energy. So we can speak to you from a place where somebody who's cultivated it, just like a person who's like, fit, always fit, you know, 10% body fat ripped. They've cultivated something, a discipline that allows for that to happen. For everybody else, it's like, I want a six pack, but I won't do anything for it. Yeah. Or I'll do a crash diet. That's, that's not, a, that's not a lifestyle. You know, that's putting yourself into pain. So this is the same thing. And, and we can tell you, it makes everything easier when where you stand is that everything that's happening in your life is an opportunity. You know, if you're one of these people that you don't believe everything happens for a reason, fine. Like, why would you believe that if you've never had that experience? That'd be crazy, right? We can only believe the things that we've personally experienced. Everything else just seems fucking insane to us. 
and whoever else is talking about that stuff, they seem fucking insane too. But it's like, it doesn't invalidate them. It just means you haven't had that experience. Correct. So there's a whole other world, guys, that the work that we provide here through our community is, is mostly unimaginable to about 99.9% of people on planet Earth today. But that's going to change very, very rapidly. And I'm not saying because Guy and Elon are going to change the world, although we get to play a role. But it's because it's just what's happening on our planet. Like this, this is this moment that has been prophesized for thousands of years through so many different uh, religions and spiritual practices and indigenous people. And it's like we have, we're in this very, very special moment in time in human history. And as crazy as it may seem, I truly believe all that is just playing a vital role and allowing for this consciousness to arise. So I hope you guys feel that. Uh, and again, if you are somebody who, even if you don't know what we're saying, but you're inspired by it, something inside of you right now is like either pulling you forward or saying, yes, my God, this sounds incredible. I know I want to work with these guys. Like Elon said, you can either join the group. We have incredible support there. You could just say, Hey, I want to have a conversation with somebody and ask some questions all that can be handled very quickly. And then you guys can find out if what we do here feels like a good fit for you. Okay. And then if it is, then the next step would be for us to tell you, um, you know, how you can start uh, working in some of these disciplines that we work in. Yeah. That's I it for just, me. Two other things I just want to drop in here. So when you join the, the group and grab the meditation, one of the things that I shared yesterday and people are, are up to this right now is at the very least, when you download it, commit to seven days do this practice for seven days. Like meditation is not one of these things. It's like, it's like if you were, you know, really obese and you were like, all right, I'm going to eat a salad. And then the rest of the time you're eating the same shit that you ate, drinking Coke and eating fried foods and blah, blah, blah. Like that salad ain't going to do shit for you. <laughs> right. But if you were like, I'm going to eat a salad twice a day for seven days this week, you tell me that that's not going to create some sort of uh, experience, right? Yeah. So with this meditation, you may do it once and have like a profound experience. You may not. But these are the kind of practices the guy's talking about. Like, this is what we do day in, day out. You want these results. They don't come from you going to the gym one time and lifting a 10-pound barbell and going, I did it. No. It's like consistency over time. So my recommendation is I always tell people like I do stuff for 30 days. That's my goal. I don't need you to tell me if this is good for me or not good for me. Like I want to test it for myself. And for me to test things, it's usually 30 days. I'm not asking you for 30 days. I'm asking you to commit to yourself for seven. Every day, set a timer, set an alarm, do something. You can either follow along with the meditation or once you get the concept of it, just whenever works for you as many times. It's not like a, you have to do it once a day. or You could do it literally as many times as you want throughout the day because the practice itself is super, super easy. If you sit for two, three, four, five minutes, uh, you can do that. So uh, for that person that just asked, if you join, if you go to joinoldsouls.com or if you're already in our Old Souls and Seekers group right now, in Facebook, uh, it's available to you right there. You'll see it. It's like the first post. You can go in there. You can type in uh, healing and someone will reach out to you and give you the link. That's one. The other thing is if you've been a longtime podcast listener, okay, and you've been sitting on the fence and I'm talking this because I just spoke to someone who like 
has been listening, like he'd listen to all of our podcast episodes, et cetera. And then one day he was like, oh, you were talking about this two day event. And I was like, oh, maybe I should go. So I realized like we do a really crappy job of telling you guys like how to join us at things. So we have a two day live event that we're doing. It's at the end of February. Um, tickets are still at the early bird pricing right now, which is 333 bucks. They're going to go up to 444 bucks. And then after that to 555 and after that to 666, we kind of have like a tiered thing. If you've been a listener and you enjoy these conversations and you want to get out of like more information mode and actually into an experience mode, come join us at this two day event. Like truly, I cannot even begin to put into words the depth of experiential healing that happens at these two-day events. And every single one that we've done just keeps getting better and better and better. We have people that are our coaches that have had the most profound uh, experiences at the two-day events, and they've been with us for years. So it's like there's some energy that you get to be a part of and in. So if you're dealing with heartache or feeling alone and you're really looking for that next-level support, um, definitely, definitely, definitely like let the people know when you join the Facebook group uh, that you're interested to find out more about the two-day event and they will like walk you through it, guide you, give you all the information, answer all your questions uh, so that you know what you're getting into. So those are my two uh, recommendations for you. Uh, as always, thank you guys so, so much for being longtime listeners and um, joining us on this incredible ride. And if there's ever anything we can do, please do not hesitate and let us know. We love you lots. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Enjoy your week. Bye, everybody. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.